Hey, hey. Hey, hey, Mr. Porter. Yes, sir. Mr. Redbeard himself and Mr. DJ Patterson from Eco Green Mobile Detailing. Thank you guys so much for being such wonderful co-host of the Pints and Polishing Podcast. We really need to come up with some like entry music. Um, so next yeah, time, let's like uh, let's pull out a boombox or something and go old school and like hold it up next to the microphone or something. <laughs> I think yeah. we can figure something oh, yeah. out that's more uh, more um, hip, Marty. It's a good idea though. That is totally hip. We're going old school. Boom, boom box over the shoulder. Fuck yeah. Yes, boom box over the shoulder. What are we bumping now? Like some. How far back are we going? There we go. Run DMC. All right. <laughs> if you're like going to do it out of a boom box, run DMC. Run DMC. All right. So we had a really cool guest that was going to come on, uh, but he caught the flu. And uh, really sad to hear about that. I hope he gets to feeling better. But uh, Ian and I, a couple weeks ago, were out partaking of some frosty beverages. <laughs> yes, we were. And we ran into a guy named uh, Mike Pollitt, who uh, Mike used to be a bartender here locally. And um, but then he kind of moved himself up and he now works for Lagutas. I guess that's how you pronounce it. Like, yeah, I don't, I'm not gonna even try to ruin that one. Lagunitas or so. I don't know. It's a brewery. Yeah. Uh, I've had it's got a, a logo with like a dog on it. Um, I've had that. I think they have like a blueberry or something. I've had it super delicious. Uh, but hopefully, Mike gets to feeling better and he can come onto the podcast. Uh, you know, very soon. But so, since we're not drinking one of his beers, we're going to do a pick your poison. And uh, Mr. Redbeard, what did you go with? Uh, hold on, let me grab the can. It is called. <laughs> it's called Goodwood. <laughs> Why is that so funny? I don't know. It is because he, he chuckled. <laughs> the Goodwood. What is the Goodwood? Uh, Jesus, man. I don't know. Made in Louisville, Kentucky. A goes, G O S E. I don't know. Goes aged on hemp. It's touched by wood, brewed with time stone water. Hmm. What, Whoa, the, what the hell? Yeah, I don't know. Like, she made me a deal. I was like, you can buy a case, you get 10% off. So I picked a bunch of beers. And yeah, it says made, in, uh, made with, ah, uh, shit, made with Kentucky grown hemp. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. So I did meet somebody that is playing around and they. Oh, they, that's interesting. Yeah, they they took the actual, not the hemp, but they took the actual uh, uh, good stuff and boiled some down and then put it into beer. Yeah. Hmm. Um, I was going for a, uh, uh, what do we call it, a green beer? Uh, we can't, we can't try beer? that here in Oklahoma yet. No, we can't. Uh, so what do you think of it? Man, that is unlike anything I've ever uh, drank before, like straight up. You like that wood, Ian? <laughs> I love that. He wood. loves that good wood. <laughs> it's actually not bad. It's got this, this tang. It's not bad? How's it? Does it feel okay? Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I mean, it's once you get the tip in, it's fine. 
Wow. <laughs> oh man. So yeah. what's it got? It's got a, a woody flavor. I, man, I like I really don't know. There's nothing on the can. It's it's I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you took it straight you to the face, did you? Yeah, you no, like, well, of course you do. You got to take it straight to the face. No, there's nothing on the can that identifies the beer. Like I really, I don't even know how to describe it. It's got this tangy afterbite, though. It's it's different, but it's actually it's good. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, I don't even. I'm gonna see if I can't Google it while we're talking. Nice yeah. job. All right, DJ Patterson. What's up, man? What beer will you be consuming tonight? Um, you know, as a little kid, I always enjoyed going to the mountains. And I just thought it'd be really fitting just to get a Coors Light. Oh, no, you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I don't, you I don't you have better not have put it in your new pints and polishing pint. I told yes, you on Instagram that I was going to do that. And that's mainly the point of me drinking Coors Light tonight is to go and keep my word and make sure it's filled with good old Coors Light. Oh, they have a unique brewing. Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Well. Always cold. It's cold. You went to the mountains and it's cold. Mm-hmm. Well, we had on uh, a couple weeks ago. Well, it's been more like a couple months ago now, right? Uh, Benny Beninasi. Is that? Uh, no. What What's Benny's name? Wave, wavy clean. Wavy. Benny wavy Blanco. Yeah, Benny that, Blanco. Yeah, yeah. You were thinking of some Benny stuff Benazzi. from back in yeah. the nineties. Yeah, that was like the. Doom, doom, yeah, doom, he's been listening to EDM. <laughs> mm-hmm. Totally. Uh, we had Benny on, and he was drinking that Australia Jalisco, I think. Hmm. Oh, and yeah. so, yeah. Last week when we sampled the the different beers that we got sent to us, uh, I hit it. And did not allow anyone else to partake. I took the cream of the crop. And so I will be trying this Australia. Hold on, Jalisco. back up, back up, back up. Yep, back up, pretty back much. Up, pretty much. Up, that's right. 360 Detailing Co. Right. Shout out. Thank you, Bobby Herrera. You're the man. Did he just yep. say he hit a beer from us that night? We Pre- pretty it? much. Pretty much. Wow. So, yep. All right. Here we go. Ah, that's a beautiful sound. I mean, that'd be nice to hear in person. Hmm. Oh, hey, how you doing? Uh, we're definitely going to we're going to have to get you some of this. This is good stuff. Oh. Yeah. What is it? Australia Jalisco. It's uh that one. Boy, that's smooth. It's got, I mean, it's got that flavor of like a Mexican beer. Um, but, but wow, it's, it's super smooth. It's, it's definitely, it's definitely got that, whatever it is, what it, whatever makes a Mexican beer have that certain flavor. It's definitely got that in it. You know, like all of them have that, uh, I don't even know how to describe it. Hmm. But you know, like a Corona, it's, mm. it's like a Corona, but with it's little, it's like fuller, maybe more like a Pacifico. Uh, I don't know. Oh, it's super delicious. How it's pronounced? 
It is super delish. So thank you, Bobby Herrera. That is awesome. It's a great beer. And Benny Blanco, you are right. That is an incredible beer. So thank you so much for sending those. Um, all right. Let us jump into our topic for tonight. And um, we are wanting to talk about top two ways that we can stay efficient in detailing, right? So it's going to be from a couple different perspectives. We've got DJ, who's a mobile detailer, and we've got Ian, who is coming from a dealership into now having your own shop for what? We're talking eight months? Uh, yeah, something like that. I officially moved in, I think it's, it's May. So what is that? Yeah, I mean, that's like nine, ten months or something. Yeah. All right, so... I, I'm going to go, I'm going to go ahead and go first with my first one and we can all throw around our, our first, uh, go getter. And, um, I am going to steal an idea and then repackage it as my first one. Um, <laughs> well, no, I'm not stealing one of yours. Uh, we have a guy here locally that teaches a class. His name is Manny. Oh, yeah. And he teaches a detailing class. And inside his class, he teaches taking this technique, which some people have heard about. Uh, we also know there's a guy locally here named June Jones. And he has a podcast for dealership detailing. And they have what's called a 722 mix. And it's something to do with degreaser and dressing. You're supposed to mix like seven ounces of degreaser with 22 ounces of dressing. Um, and I'm not a big favor of just putting raw, raw degreaser on an interior. But I do like the idea of playing around and taking. So I've done it before and I, it, it, it's super quick and easy. Like if you've got an express detail that you're going to get knocked out and take an interior cleaner more like three-fourths of the way and then some dressing inside of it. Um, I don't like the idea. Like I said, there's too much caustics and too many things inside degrees. It's made for the exterior, but that's their choice. You know, it's detailing is an art. Everybody can choose their different styles and they can do however they want. Uh, but I will take an interior cleaner and sometimes mix some dressing into it. So, and also a little bit of scent. You know, there's definitely different companies that have some scents and you can take uh, what I like to do is some interior cleaner, a little bit of dressing, a little bit of uh, uh, fragrance and put it into the bottle. I was doing a car this afternoon or evening and uh, I wanted to just do a good quick interior clean and give it a little bit of satin look, but nothing like high gloss, like I'd put a bunch of dressing on it. And then it left a nice little fragrance. So I was able to do a good quick clean, <laughs> left a satin little look, and, uh, and smelled good. So to me, that was more efficient. I got a couple things done in once. And like I said, this wasn't like a full detail. I wasn't scrubbing every little thing. You know, it wasn't that deep, deep clean. This was just a good mini quick detail. And uh, it gets the job done. So to me, that's efficient. You can play around with a couple different products as far as your interior cleaner and your dressing. And uh, to me, that's a great way of being efficient. You get some, take your products and you can get your, your detail knocked out a little bit quicker. So that's my number one where I'm going to go first. Um, so 
Mr. Redbeard, what is your number one way to stay more efficient as a uh, My number one's pretty quick, cut, dry, to the point. It's uh, as a shop owner, my my first one would be to always clean, uh, keep a clean and organized shop. I have no idea what that is. No, you yeah, don't. Oh, no, yeah, that's so <laughs> No idea. But, bro, you do have a great shop. And we did that workshop yeah, the other day nice. at your place. Yeah, super clean, super nice. You got big cabinets. Everything's that, labeled. Uh, are closed. Yeah, all your bottles are labeled. Um, it is super clean. So why? What is it about being efficient? Helps because you've got a clean shop. You're not always fumbling around trying to find stuff. Uh, you know, if you're if you're doing your due diligence, keeping products topped off, keeping of course everything labeled, keeping everything you know, putting stuff back where it's supposed to go. Uh, in its rightful place, it's it's easier, obviously, to find that when you need it later. So, you're not uh, you're not you know screwing around trying to find something because you can't remember where in the hell you put it. Cool. Yeah, you always know where it is, so you can go right back to exactly. it and grab it. Yeah. Nice. All right, uh, Mr. Patterson. Yeah. Um... <laughs> You know, okay, I'm not gonna go into some long drawn out story like I was about to just now, but it, it's all down. It all comes down to oh, come on, man. We're I mean, we're bored. Like we need long drawn you know, out. Oh, you need something to to cure your boredness. Yeah. No, but it all comes yeah. down to it all boils down to systems, man. I mean, from any any aspect of your business, I believe if you have the proper systems in place, even just from the basics of washing towels, you know, every day our guys come in. Whenever someone walks in the office, you know. It's everyone knows to go ahead and switch out laundry. Make sure you put the towels in the dryer, put the towels in the washer, and so forth. Keep your bottles topped off when you come at, at the end of the day. Um, you know, we always do an inventory check each time before we leave the shop. It's just all about systems. If you have the systems and checks and balances in place, like, yeah, I mean, everything is just going to really run smoothly as best as possible. So, boom. It's just, yeah. Even with you know client information, I mean, how do you store your client information? If you need, if someone calls you and you have no idea who it is, they said they used you like six months ago, and they want the same deal again. Well, what did you charge them? Where's that format? Did you have to sign something? And, like, yeah, and that ain't no shit either. Because like right now, I'm I'm I, I won't even lie. Like I'm still handwriting stuff, so that's something. I oh gosh, do. I got I, I definitely I've got something for you. That, so I, I definitely I actually, understand where you're coming from. I actually have. Some, well, I'm going to talk to you after this. I got okay. something for you. Yeah. What? Wow. Talk to him on the side. Yeah, actually. So we're la- we're launching something new shortly, and I need a few test people to 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 use the systems for a while oh, and give me some feedback. But it's super. Everything is just it's so seamless. Like you can't. It's you won't go back to paper. Hell yeah. It's all app based. Hell yeah. So what type of system? What are you doing? I mean, so let's just talk about. Let's just talk about a new client, for instance. So, you know, Ian has a new client walk it walks into his shop. Um, Ian already has a form filled out oh, on his on his phone, on his iPad, whatever. It has the client information, first name, last name, email address, which is highly important to capture email addresses. The year, make and model of the vehicle, first and last name, uh, address, year, make and model of the vehicle, and then. You know, on the next screen, Ian has you know, all this, uh, excuse me, uh, what do we have next? All the services. So what did the client choose? Oh, no, no. Let's back up from that. 
So the vehicle inspection. So anytime someone brings a vehicle in your shop, you want to make sure there's, you know, you point out the pre-existing damage first. So there's a spot on these on this app to where you can capture a photo, as many as you want, of different pre-existing damages and write notes about it. Comes and says, "Hey, my windshield wiper is broken." It's like, no man, that you know, eight in the morning when I when you first got there, I already took a picture of that. It's right here on the PDF that I have for you. So, um, just really covers your bases it has a quality inspection um checklist within the app too so midway after you're done with the detail you go through and check off you know your in-depth checklist in regards to quality control um and then there's just different pages on this 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 app on this you know this new client form that you go through so everything is all your everything's marked off uh, from the beginning to the end, to the customer experience, you know, upselling, how'd you upsell them? You could even charge and take payment uh, through the app too. So it's just once, one, one just, I mean, even for ceramic coating clients, you can have a yeah. separate app for that. Um, if you're a big shop, you can have disciplinary action forms, incident reports. I mean, it's just everything's yeah. in this one app. Nice, man. That would definitely, having something like that would definitely keep us more efficient. So, that's killer, man. That's awesome. Yeah. So if we're at SEMA, Ian, I mean, you could check back if someone calls you. You can look on your on your phone, check your yeah. your files, search their name, and there it is. Boom. You know, you charge them one ninety eight. You know what they got, and you can just charge them that again next time. I'm sorry, DJ. What'd you say? If what? I said when we're at SEMA, we're on yeah, these trips. Yeah, yeah. There's no if this year for Mr. Porter. Yeah, true that. So when we're on these trips, <laughs> you know, you have business calls. You can just quickly pull when, up your phone. I think he chuckled. <laughs> Yeah, he did chuckle. Chuckled. Uh, Mr. Porter, like, you gotta be at sea. Yeah, I'm hoping to be. No, 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 no. <laughs> hoping to be. I have nothing to hold me back this year, hopefully. That a boy. There you go. That a boy. All right, so tell us about uh, more about your your beer, Ian. Like. Why, what is it that you most love about it besides the okay, wood? So, yeah, gotta, gotta love that wood. Hold <laughs> on. So, I found the damn company website, and they've actually got quite a few different beers. It's, it's interesting. But, so, go. What's the website? Uh, Goodwood Beer. Hold on. Goodwood.beer. Yeah, Goodwood.beer. That's interesting. Anyways, so it's a hemp goes. Goes is spelled G-O-S-E, but it's pronounced like goes, like G-O-E-S. Like, I'm, you know, we good. Well, no, I can't think of that in a sentence. Mm. Yeah. Anyways, it's spelled like G-O-E-S, but <laughs> with a U-H at the end. So it's Goza. It's a German style beer that's known for its, uh, its tartness and like uh, herbal notes. Yeah. Herbal. So. That would be the hemp? Well, in this particular case, yes. It would be like the hemp. Uh, some goes beers are also, they include, what does it say? Lemon sourness, an herbal characteristic, and a strong saltiness. Yeah, mm. so this particular beer, like I said, it's made out of Kentucky. And it is... Tart with a <laughs> tart with a dash of dank, slightly salty, nice and tart, with a dash. Of that wood's got dank. dank. I guess because the hams are making a reference. The shrub, the shrub, t- 
touched Goza is unlike anything you've had before, which is so true. It's it's smooth beer, but it's got that tartness at the end. It's it's different, but it's good. Cool, cool. DJ, um, besides running to the mountains in fear of that yeah. beer, I mean, what is, like it is your favorite beer? Like it is. Like why is it your favorite? Okay, <clears throat> it's not my favorite beer. But okay, it is my favorite, like three point two. Just we're in Oklahoma; you don't get high right. point beer here. So, if I want a cold beer, I just want the taste of beer, and I just, you know, I just grab a Coors Light. I don't like Bud Light. I mean, I don't like Bud Light. You know, all that other crap is just, I don't know. This just out of the what do you call it? The domestic beer we have here. This is just my go-to now. If it was in the liquor store here, like I, I wouldn't get Coors Light. <laughs> yeah. <probably>. <laughs> It's it's not I don't like it that much, but it's just I don't know it's my go to beer when I just want Hell some yeah. water, so to hydrate my thirst. So yeah, <laughs> it is totally water. Um, it literally is water. I mean. So here's a funny story. Uh, if you're in Dallas, <laughs> like if you're in Dallas, you have to go to well. Let me rephrase that. Arlington. If you're in the Arlington area, you've got to go to a place called Tom's Burger Bar. I think is what it is, or Tom's Burger and something i don't know it's 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 not too far from uh the ballparks of arlington so i was there this past weekend for the southwest car wash association i got to help the ida uh work their booth and i was out with some customers and that's where they wanted to go we pull up and it's like this old diner type setting and we're like uh okay that's not what we expected because we were wanting like a we were thinking it was a burger, like a gourmet burger place with a bar. So we were thinking, you know, like craft beers and a bunch of beers and then, you know, gourmet burgers. I was super excited about having a turkey burger since I can't eat their regular meat or French fries or onions. <laughs> anyway, um, so I, they actually had breakfast uh, all day. So I, was, I, I had waffles that, or pancakes. Anyway, uh, we're, we're sitting there, we're, we're placing orders, we're looking at a menu, and we're like, well, where's the beer? So we asked this lady that she wasn't our waitress, but she had me walking by. I was like, ma'am, like, what, what kind of beer? Like, we don't see any beer. Like, what's, what's with the beer? She goes, well, yeah, I mean, we don't sell beer. We're like, hmm? She's like, but you can have a glass of beer. No. I was like, uh, what? It's like, what? come again? She said, well, we've got to keep a keg of beer in the back for our beer-battered fries. I was like, what are you saying here? She goes, "Uh, each customer can have two glasses of free beer. We can't sell it to you because we don't have our liquor license. I was like, sold. One, two, three, four, (laughs) five. Like, let's roll. So they bring it out, and we're tasting this beer. So then we play this game, and we're like, okay, Whoever can guess what kind of beer it is wins a bet. And the next place we went to was called World of Beers, which they had over 500 beers in-house. It was super awesome. And it was like, whoever guesses it, the other people have to buy them a beer. Cool. Each person threw out a guess. Um, I went – what did I go? I went kind of odd with – we always knew it was going to be cheap – and uh, I went pig's eye because nah. that's just that's a super cheap beer. Uh, I was trying to think of something local, but we couldn't think of it. 
but the winning guess was your beer. It was Coors Light. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I saw yeah. you post about nice. that. Yeah, yeah. That was super funny because the, the guy that didn't even get the beer, he took one sip, and we were all drinking. We drank the entire beer. We couldn't guess it, but the guy that took one sip was like, that's Coors Light. I was like, no, it's not. Yeah. I mean, he nailed it. Nailed it. Oh, yeah. It's distinct. So, anyway, what I like about this, like I said, I mean, it's got that Mexican beer-ish flavor, but super smooth. So, I don't, you know, to me, Mexican beers almost all taste alike, right? Uh, I don't know why it is that way, but they're just super easy to drink, and they all taste pretty similar. Some are a little lighter than others. Uh, what's that beer we like to drink in the summer, DJ, where we mix it with uh, those? Modelo. Yeah, Modelo. Modelo. And we, we, we'll mix Modelo with uh, like the Bud Light Limeritas or the oh, Strawberry so Ritas. good. Yeah, I can't wait. It is like you take one one cup and you put, you know, the beer and the Limerita in and it, it's so delicious. Yeah. Um, this is too, this would be a little smooth for that. That Modella has a little bit more body than this, but I can understand why it's a very popular beer. Uh, I, I was a little surprised that if it's made out of state, uh, it's only a 4.5 alcohol by volume. Hmm. Yeah, I thought that was strange. That might be why it's smoother and has a little bit less flavor. So, all right, number two, number two way that we can stay more efficient as detailers. I am going to go on number two. I am going to piggyback another idea. And Dude, do you have any original <laughs> ideas, Marty? Uh, no, because I saw your text message where you said you're a hack. I'm not a hack because I can take <laughs> a couple different products and mix them together. <laughs> I've got one finger up in the air. Guess which one? Uh, uh, the pointing finger. It's not pointing. my thumb. Oh. Yeah. I don't know, man. Your pinky? Oh, your pinky. It's my run pinky because we're podcast. drinking. That's hey, right. so this is funny. I got a message uh, from somebody listening and watching the <laughs> podcast and then watching your photos. They're like, hey, you got to tell those guys they've got to stop drinking their beer out of a can. They need a pint glass. So that is another reason Boom. we got the pints of polishing problem pint glass. Solved. So problem solved. You can now drink your beer. Out of the most official With your pinky up, glass ever. Out of the official glass. Oh, yeah. So um, uh, my number two way is I like the large volume uh, sprayers. Uh, so whether that's, you know, you use the um, Sonax pump-up little hand sprayer or Ian mm -hmm. uses the – what? those are some special bottles. What kind those of Those are the Quasars. And I, I buy the, the Pro Pluses, which are the ones that you can even spray upside down and whatnot. Oh, yeah, whatnot. whatnot. Oh, yeah. Dang. I love those quite yeah, them. Yeah. They charge extra for the cheap, whatnot. But, man, I love those damn things. Yeah. Uh, so there's those, and then there's you can also buy just high-volume sprayers. And so for me, I'm going to be efficient, especially when I'm doing – degreasing a motor or degreasing fenders or putting, you know, degreaser on the, the front or the tires, wherever, to sit there with the typical gray sprayer and be going, Ch -ch 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 -ch. 
and you're just sitting there forever, keep spraying versus if I put it in a little pump up right. sprayer or, you know, there's little hand pumps that uh, Sonax has or even that higher volume sprayer, you know, like you have to me, that's going to make my detail go quicker. Thus I'll be more efficient and I can save my wrist and hand for later. I don't have to wear it all out just on the detail. <laughs> wow, oh, you just slid that in. Wait, what, what's so oh, funny? Man. I don't, uh, nothing. I don't, I don't understand why you guys are laughing. Huh. Yeah, whatever. So, conserving energy. I'm conserving huh? energy. I've got to protect my that wrist's motion. Um, and uh, you definitely can uh, speed up your detail by by using more of a high volume sprayer that would make you more efficient in your cleaning especially carpets too gosh to take those and just all over the carpet takes forever so using something that will put out a little bit more volume will make you more efficient boom how you like your apples they're good man thanks bro all right ian number um, two mine would actually kind of piggyback on DJ's number one a little bit, and to have the... and you you gave me a hard time. Oh, sorry, DJ gave me a hard no, time. I did. Anyways, about you know to have wow. the same systems in place when detailing a, a vehicle. So whether you're doing the interior or exterior or a ceramic coating, have your process and techniques in place so that way you can increase overall efficiency. Don't. When you're working in a particular area, work that area and then move on. Don't get scatterbrained and, you know, hit one area. And then you see another piece of dirt over there and you're like, oh, shit, I'm going to clean that piece. And then come back and then, you know, go above you or below you and get all crazy. You know, attack the process and stick with it, you know. So in your process, are you a... <clears throat> Exterior first or an interior first? Yes, I am an exterior first, although I will do interior first sometimes, but it's just, I don't know, it's one of those things, just whatever I'm feeling first, I guess. But typically, yes, I am exterior first. And then here's what's interesting that uh, there's a, uh, if you're a do one door and then move to the next door and then do one carpet and then do the next carpet, or are you a, I'm going to do the entire driver's side front. That's door, carpet, vacuum, shampooing, dressing, like the whole thing. And then I'm going to move to the passenger side. Then I'm going to move to the back passenger. How do you do I that? One section at a time because I feel trying to do a single door at a time or a single seat at a time. In my mind, the way my mind works seems inefficient. So when I go, I always start on the passenger side in the back. So I work that entire section. I'm doing seats, the nooks and crannies, the floorboard, and then I come out, work the door panel, then I move up to the the passenger side front and do the same thing. You know, hit half of the center console, you know, half of the dash, of course, and then I move around to the driver's side rear. But you'll do it complete, like you'll do the entire process. You'll shampoo the carpets, you'll do the seat. All on one section before you move to the next section. Wow. Yeah, that's interesting. I have never in my wildest dreams imagined doing that way. I'm a, I'm going to, you know, if I'm going to start vacuuming, I'm going to vacuum first and vacuum the, the driver's side floor, oh, move yes, to the yes. other, you know, and then, then I'm going to do the, the, 
cleaning of the door and the seat. Then I'm going to do the dressing, but I'm going to do like the cleaning on one part and then yeah. move to the next and then move to the passenger side. Yeah, so like, the only uh, the few exceptions that I have, I, I stick that way almost no matter what, but the only few things that I do differently is that uh, when I first get the vehicle, I, I try to blow it out the best I can. Then I do my uh, preliminary vacuum and then I start my sections. And, uh, and then if it's all upholstery, of course, I'm doing everything there. Now, if it's leather, I'll come back later after everything is done, then condition. I don't like condition one section and then condition that section. And then I'll condition all at one time after everything is done. And, yeah. Okay. <clears throat> so my vacuums, I do all at one time. Nice, nice. All right, uh, Mr. Patterson, you're number two away that we can stay more efficient. Did we lose him? Oh, no, he's still here. I don't know. Sometimes, you know, he just bounces off in his own little world. He probably did. I don't know. Started talking wood and hand motion. Yeah. He just ran off. Like, literally. Really, dude? He bounced. He had to go take care of business. So unprofessional. So unprofessional. Wow. He can't even talk about where to find him on Instagram <laughs> and all that fun stuff. Nope. So. Well, to hell with him, too. That's what happens. Yeah. All right. Well, we're done with that. No moss from Mr. Patterson at Eco Green Mobile Detailing. Such yeah. a shame. That's that's what he gets for drinking. Yeah, Coors that's Light. true. Hopefully, he made that is what fun. he gets for drinking Coors Light. Yeah. Interesting. All right, uh, Mr. Porter, how do you rate your beer? One to five. Oh, one to five. I'm a, oh shit, man. I almost feel like it's an insult to say three point four. Oh, fuck it, I'm gonna go four. Like this is a really unique beer, but I like the tartness on the back end. Like, I mean, it's it's good, it's good. Say that again. Like, really? You went that? Yeah, high? man. Like, I don't know. This it's smooth and it that tartness. I'm kind of a, a tart per like at least with desserts. Like, I like lemon lime type stuff, so I like that type of tartness. And this is it's kind of got that that herbal lemony tartness to it and it's yeah i don't know i like it I'm, I'm shocked that i like it but yeah it's good four i'm shocked that you like the wood i that know much i also. love the wood hmm i like lay oh i'm not going there <laughs> i am not going there that's too much uh so this beer it's interesting it says it's from guadalajara and that had definitely raises its value because that's just awesome that uh, it could be from yeah. Guadalajara. Um, but it, it's just, it's still average, you know, it's still just a uh, just a regular average beer. I don't know, um, I don't know if I would grab it, you know, if, if there's a there's other beers that I would pick right, for right. this. So, you know, first of all, we don't ever get it here in Oklahoma, uh, but yeah. it's good. I I'd give it a I'd give it a three point five. It's gonna be above average. Um and I'd give it a three point right five. Uh so 
nice, smooth, very easy to drink, which is what I think uh, Benny had said from Wavy. He said that, uh, you know, it's kind of his go-to after a day, he'll go grab it. And it's just, ooh, nice little yeah. burp. Uh, he just, he grabs it. And it's real easy to drink. So I would, I would agree with that. It's super easy to drink. It's smooth. It's light, um, but it is kind of basic. Uh, so, three point five. All right, cool, Mr. Porter. Since you're the only one left, DJ has exited stage left. Basic ass. It's what happens when you drink Coors Light. You get booted off Boom. the podcast. The app just says, "Yeah, bye, Felicia." Coors Light. Bye, Felicia. This is the pints and polishing. Not the water yeah, and polishing not podcast. Not piss water and polishing. Not piss water and <laughs> polishing. But um. All right, uh, Ian. Where do people find you? Facebook, Instagram, at Redbeard Detail Shop. And uh, man, bro, you've been uh, you've been pretty busy lately. You definitely have been. Yeah, going. I, it's yeah, it's. I don't. I figured with the weather, you know, it'd be kind of you know down, but. People are still calling. I'm like, all right, let's go. Yeah. Yeah. Super awesome, bro. Proud of you. Happy for you. So uh, my my name's Marty. Uh, You can find us at Total Auto Solutions on Instagram, Facebook, of course. But the best is Instagram. We answer a lot of questions, do a lot of DMing with uh, detailers from around the country. So find us there if you got any questions. If you got questions with Ian about – like I said, what are those sprayers again? Oh, the the particular sprayers that I use, I typically use them for, well, no, pretty much everything. But anyways, they're called Quasar. Uh, the particular model that I use is the Pro Plus, which is the ones that you can spray any angle, 360 degrees, upside down, sideways, it doesn't matter. But they also have a Pro model, which is the, you can't, you can only spray them, you know, up, you know, upright. Yeah, super cool, um, super great sprayer. So, hit up uh, Ian if you got questions on where to find them or uh, why he likes them, or in, if you got a question for DJ about his, uh, I guess that app that he's poor, coming poor out with. I beers. think it's at, <laughs> yeah, and it's poor choice and beers. Uh, it's at, uh, I think it's D dot J dot Patterson, or you can find him at Eco Green MD. Uh, on Instagram is definitely a good place because uh, if you guys got questions about this app, apparently he's coming out with, that would be super cool to reach him there. So, like, yeah. Uh, anyway, so thank you guys uh, for your time. I appreciate everybody listening to uh, the Pints and Polishing podcast, and uh, hopefully soon we can get a pint in your hands. There we go. So, thanks so much. Thank you, yes, Ian. Sir. Have a great you night, too. bro. Yeah.